Welcome to the Job Search Podcast with your host, John Rivero, where we will be interviewing leading industry experts to help you get the job that you want. Everybody, welcome to the Canadian Job Search Podcast. My name is John Barrow, your host. And this week we have an incredibly special guest, somebody that I admire, respect, somebody I call my friend as well, Sultan Atif, who is the founder of Experience Your Life. He runs an expo every year where he brings in thousands of people to educate them uh, in terms of job search, but also connecting with other people in various industries from the military to policing. Uh, to IT, so you name it. He he is the man who knows how to connect or, uh, connect people together, and this is why I, des- I decided to bring him in to speak on the topic of networking, because he is somebody I admire and respect in this space. So, Sultan, welcome, and uh, welcome to the podcast. John, I'm inspired by the work you're doing, and it's just uh, it's just a pleasure to play a very small part into uh, into into this journey, so honored to be here. Yeah, I, I know you and I, and I, actually, for those of you that are listening to this podcast for the first time, I had Sultan on the podcast, I believe it was two years ago, back in 2018, when I was launching this thing. And, uh, you know, Sultan, I didn't know him very well at the time, but he, he was gracious enough to, to give me some time to, to speak on this topic. And today, two years later, you know, we've had a lot of opportunities to work together, whether it's through Fearless Voices, through Experience Your Life. You know, even seeing your daughters grow and, you know, the way they've expanded into other parts of their business and what they're doing with, you know, Sisters on a Mission. Uh, it's just so awesome to, to be a part of that journey and to see some of that growth happen for you. And Thank I know you, my you, friend. You, and uh, Sultan's also very big on giving back to the community, and he does that through his um, Build the Library program, which uh, we'll get into. But today we're really going to focus in on networking because it's the networking that makes all of this together. It's the glue that I feel brings all these individual pieces together and makes it all happen. So Sultan, so, so you know, let's get into this, you know, as much as, as quickly as we can. So what is, what is networking to you and how do you do it so well? Like, how do you, how do you maintain and build those relationships? I know it's a big topic, but you know, let's just start there. Networking to you. What is networking to you? Uh, absolutely. Now, it's a topic I'm very passionate about, John, as, as we've touched uh, base on it before. Number one, I, I want to dispel a couple of myths about networking. The, the first thing that a lot of people who are looking for jobs struggle with, and again, you know, my journey has taken me through hardships as well, lots and lots of them. So this is not coming from a place of, you know, a comfortable chair. Uh, it's coming from the place of having to march, you know, door to door, literally in, in, in job searches um, in this day and age. So the first misconception is I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. Hence, I will not get a job. I think this attitude holds a lot of people back because it would be like, well, if I don't know someone, how will they give? There's always a way to get to know people in any organization that you want to work in or any relationships that you want to build. So that's that's a that's a quicksand of networking that I want to just address up front because that's where a lot of people stop and negativity takes over, which is the killer of any any relationship. The only other like the, the big point I would I would say that jumps to me. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's an opportunity for a lot of people to not just build big networks, but to achieve the holy grail of truly being happy in the process too. And that is to keep your relationships sincere. 
when I go about building my network, whether it's on my LinkedIn or it's, you know, the, the friendship we enjoy, or, um, you know, I, I had my 40th birthday in this virus times. I was, I was so moved. I know you were there, Diane was there and there were, you know, 60 people from, from 10 countries. Each and every single one of them is not a prospect for me. They're not my only my customer or my supplier. They are my genuine friends. And mm-hmm. I think if you want to build a real genuine relationship, you pardon my French have to give a shit. You have to be genuinely <laughs> invested in that human being as a person beyond what they can do for you or you know on the other side of the equation what you can do for them so when i go about quote unquote building a network i'm i'm not even approaching it that way i'm looking at it from the perspective of who are the humans that i want to have around my life and who are the humans that agree that I'm a good person to have around their life. <laughs> and if that clicks, then you got yourself a relationship that's not gonna be a burden to maintain. Yeah, no, you've, you've got some incredibly rich nuggets there and I love it. So, you know, dispelling that myth, you know, I don't know anybody. And I think on average, I think the statistics say everybody knows 500 people and that's just the base. And I think today that's even bigger given social. But, you know, you're right, 100%. That genuine peace, you know, the, the, the genuineness of, it's not about, you know, finding a new boss and a new organization to work for. It's really around being around people you really want to be around. I love that. You know, that to me is like, wow, I'm, I'm, I don't know about the people listening in, but to me, that's just like a moment where things shift and that change. And, and I see that it's worked incredibly well for you. So how do you... So given, and, and you talked about it, and I was on that call where you had, you know, people from 10 different countries, <laughs> you know, 60 people. I loved it. It was awesome just to kind of get everybody's perspective and you had everybody contribute and share. How do you maintain those relationships, right? So it's one thing to walk into a room and say, and I remember, I still remember the first day I met you, <laughs> you came up to me. We were at uh, Rena's event. It was, uh, it was a speaker event. Uh, arena speaking event and um you introduced yourself you're like hey my name is sultan how are you doing and i'm like who is this guy and you know <laughs> coming coming from a place that's not very secure i thought you know what does this person want from me right and 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 people out there might be feeling the same but that's where i and i'm gonna like i'm gonna be transparent and i'm gonna be vulnerable yes. with everybody listening in like this is that that was my initial impression and then that kind of faded as i got to know sultan over time so so how do you do that how do you how do you break down maybe some of the the barriers that people might have and some of the insecurities that they might have when they meet you for the first time or like when you're meeting anybody for the first time john i love that question that i think if we just hit that point in this podcast i i think we would have we would have touched on something that i believe will help a lot of people Number one, the, the reaction of someone uh, when they are approached by someone else who's overly friendly mm-hmm. and, and chatting and sinking and bubbling, that tends to be my personality. And for that matter, any, anyone who's approaching anyone with a conversation would be like, okay, what do you want? And I'll go on to say that that behavior is, is not unnatural because unfortunately we have entered a day and age where fakeness dominates human interaction. And I find that personally very, 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 oh, it cringes me, it makes me sick. Like, 
I get approached all the time when people are asking about, hey, how are your library projects and the, the long con approach of doing it over uh, you know, six months, but you can sense that they don't really care about that. It's about mm -hmm. something they want and, and vice versa. If one is in that situation, it would be about something that the person wants. And I, I look at it this way. Number one, it is very, very important to really ground yourself on what you want to achieve in life. And that manifests itself in how you come across to people. If you are going to be someone who's, and I, I don't want to take away from the fact that, you know, you're in a room, you're there to get a job and you're trying to do that part. And that's great. You will get that job if you are sincere. You will get that job if you are genuine, if the connection is mm -hmm. real. And the only way that connection will be real is if you, if what comes out of your mouth is stuff that you mean. I'll, I'll, I'll say one thing that is, uh, you know, not a lot of people look at relationships that way, but it's, it's an incredibly effective tool. In any given funeral, um, you know, there, this has been researched over and over again. There are about 150 to 200 people. Let's take it into a more living uh, position uh, away from morbid nature of this. But hey, it's got an important point. There is sociological research that a unit falls apart beyond 150 people, whether it's an army unit, a community, there's just isn't enough time to, to engage uh, everyone with everyone else. So where I'm going with this is I look at the relationship slots I have in my life to be about 150. And these are people that I genuinely care about, that I would connect with, that I would engage with. But at the end of the day, you know, it's not something that my, my objectives for engaging with them is not only because I want something from them or they want something from me. And I think mm -hmm. that centricity, it is what people genuinely need in their life and it just leads to them opening up and letting the guard down how do you come up with that that's a tricky one i think at the end of the day if you are approaching someone and you need something from them be transparent in your interaction keep the business part on one side but actually like you know genuinely connect with them not because you want to say the right things like let's just say you see a person wearing um, joggers, you know, and then they're a runner and you're a runner. Uh, you know, don't go out and say, oh, I see the joggers. I mean, every networking course will teach you to say, oh, you see the person connected at a human level, talk about their kids, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> go out and say, hey, you do runs and everything like that. I, the energy that will come out of you will be fake and wrong. And the person will detect it and there goes your relationship or any chance of anything that you want. On the other hand, you genuinely enjoy running and you go up and say, wow, I did a one mile. That was really hard. But when you're saying it, it was hard. And I think it just changes the dynamics of that human interaction. And in this day and age, we have gotten much wiser because mm -hmm. of all the fakeness to detect that, to detect that sincerity. So start with the human is, is like when I interact with people, I, whether it's the dragons on dragon stand, like we've really befriended Lane, uh, you know, it, 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 it doesn't matter at the end of the day, how big the title of the person is or how small or 
cause even to calibrate that. Like if you connect with humans at a human level, the business, the relationships, the, the money, all of that will flow because people are genuinely in each other's lives because they, they want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and you're, you know, you, you hit on a, a few great points and I, and I want to make sure I highlight this, you know, connect with them at a genuine level, 100%. But also, and, and, and I see this in you, like, you're a hundred percent transparent. Like you're just the transparency <laughs> piece is, is, is incredibly important. Cause I know a lot of people will hold back on, Hey man, thank you for like, just even a thank you. And, and one of the things I've seen with you, and I know it's one of the things that you do, regardless of where you are in the world, you know, and I've seen it cause I've received it. Those, those video messages from you to say, Hey brother, just checking in, wanting to make sure everything's okay. And you could be in the Hills of Nepal and I'm like, holy crap, man, like he's doing this despite everything else that's going on. So, yeah, I, I, and, and I think there's something to be said for the BS meter that kind of sits inside of all of us. We all know when somebody's not being genuine and sincere, mm-hmm. right? And that takes, that takes away from, you know, and it doesn't take very much to, for people to notice it. I think people, like you said, I think you're bang on in terms of, people are, are a lot more aware of this today than they've ever been, which is, you know, also what makes them a lot more cautious than they've ever been. Right. And so in terms of opening themselves up and being uh, just open to connecting and receiving people, sorry, you wanted to add it in something. Sultan. No, uh, I was, uh, I was, I was in violent agreement with what you were saying there, John, that is so true, brother. Like I'll, okay, let's, I think the best way we could explain this, this, this dynamic of (laughs) building a tribe is you and me. We came in each other's lives via LinkedIn, you know, and Mm -hmm. right now I, I could tell you every week, there's literally hundreds and hundreds of requests for meetings and all of that, that comes in and, we connected though, and it was something different. I, I felt a, a genuineness in, in, in our interaction, and it led to us meeting in person. Uh, you took action, you, you, know, you sponsored a library when you didn't have to. Um, and then it just, as we got to know each other, I mean, for example, John, I look at, uh, in terms of maintenance of relationships part, right? We often feel especially youth especially like this this shackle of immense visibility all the time uh having thousands of people like and follow and all of that and i kind of go okay that's great to have in life well not really but for my perspective but at the end of the day though like when you need something how many are going to show up like how many are going to show up when you need something and more importantly how many times will you show up when they need something? John, we've never had to ask, ask each other twice for anything, whether it was a video that I needed for Dragon Stand for the, my daughters and vice versa. You have not had mm. to ask me anything. This, for example, we, we, we work in a way where we treasure every conversation. So in the last two months, we've been reached out by over 100 media interviews. Some of the biggest platforms, you were part of that, one of those requests. And we've turned it all down because it's just not something we, we want in terms of having all of these people in, in our sphere. But this conversation is important for me because you are important for me. And that's why I send you, you know, from other parts of the world when we're out. And it's the same for everybody that I have in my close network. 
yes, there is like 20,000 people in LinkedIn that I would post and it would, it would, it, it would send a core message out to them and through, but, but most importantly, it's like the core people. Um, and then one can decide how many they are in that part. But I think that is what the holy grail of networking and, and above all, my friend, happiness is all about. Like you don't want to feel pressured or, or, <laughs> or tired when you talk to someone because you're always trying to say the right thing, say the wrong thing. They get you like say whatever because they are your friends and uh, they are people that understand you. And it takes a, it takes a while and you got to keep mm-hmm. the bar high. But I think if we strive for that as a networking objective, having a hundred people that you don't have to call twice and they don't have to call twice for you, I think it would fundamentally change the dynamics of how we approach this, this aspect of life. Because look at it this way, not to belabor the point, but if you have more than 150 close or a close people, and if each one of them needs one day from you or half a day, let's say it's an event, Fearless Voices, whatever, mm-hmm. or the expo, you can't physically fit it into the only commodity you have in your life, which is time. In a year, you would not have the actual currency to invest in those relationships, and they will, by definition, become very shallow. So just some thoughts on it. As you can see, I'm very passionate about weeding out fakeness from genuine human interaction, because I think that is what is a big source of unhappiness. So, so people got to be wondering, and I know I'm wondering, so how did you get here? How did you get to this point? Because, you know, were you always like this? Or is this something that you (laughs) developed over time? Because I know in your past life as an executive with Microsoft, you know, your goal was to go out there to drum up new business, connect with new people and build, you know, connections. But was it always like this for you? No, it, it wasn't. Um, I think we all go through a journey, a journey of understanding ourselves, a journey of, uh, I'm actually looking at a painting that my First Nation brother gave it to me and it's called Journey. I'm looking at it right now as I speak and it talks about, I'll send you a picture later, it talks about uh, the stages of life where you achieve the end of what you thought was success only to find out that your real, real purpose is revealing itself now. And uh, I, I go back to that because previously, I mean, I've been a business executive at a, at a very, you know, fairly senior uh, role all around the world. I mean, uh, I delivered over a billion dollars of, of consulting revenue um, across my career. I've worked with some of the biggest uh, companies, um, over a hundred of them as a consultant. Uh, and uh, so I understand and our every deal size was several uh, millions of dollars, uh, not not for my personal gain, but for the organization I was working with. I understand the pressures to um, the, the financial pressures or the, the sales pressures that are um, a part of why people network. And I will go on to say this. You will be a lot more successful in your career if you are a genuine person because you will build people. The one thing that, that, is missing in a lot of relationships, you will build trust. And I think the way my journey, and it's it's continuously evolving, I'm still trying to get better at this, is uh, I tried everything. I tried to be that 
that that guy in you know with the very sexy suit that could say all the right things i've been there i tried uh, you know being the person that backpacks around the world i've been there. I, I think my journey took me to some very simple realizations um, that whether it's business or it's personal or it's life it's any aspect of it keep it real be sincere and don't let people down and if they let you down multiple times then you need to rethink who you have around you don't don't be just this don't be continuously drained in one directional relationships and uh, i think those uh, those have been my journeys and they have come from brother um as you know <laughs> of naivety or not understanding that hey i need to make that sale i need to do i need to say all the right things and i need to you know get to know this person and their kids and send them birthday notes i mean <laughs> you've seen my network they most powerful people in in the country and 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 it's because i care about them when i am talking about a one name names person's child I, it's because or you know a birthday or or a hobby they have it's because i really want to know if they hit that record or not or or you know what their journey has been it's not because i'm trying to you know get them. yes so yeah in summary uh, uh, john it's been a, it's been my trial by learning and um, uh, to be honest with you uh, it's been a trial by listening uh, not listening to anything else but what makes uh, me feel uh, good connected and what brings happiness in life both for myself and for the people i'm interacting with so that's that's probably the the most relevant thing i could say for how i got here yeah no and and yeah it was, it's been incredible to kind of see the growth and and how that's all happened for you over the last number of years and really and and what i'm starting to notice is just and what I've heard as well is making sure that you have the right people in your network, the people that you really want to connect with, the people that can be enriched in your lives, like the, the person, the, the people that add value, but also how you're adding value back to them. So definitely like just, wow, great. And there's been so much great information here so far, but there is one question that I want to ask. And, you know, as we get close to wrapping this up, what is, what are some non-negotiables for you when it comes to building relationships within your networks? Wow. Good question. Um, let me segue into that based on one, one point you mentioned that those people that are in your life should deliver value and you deliver value for them. And I would just go on to say, uh, John, that that value can be anything that is important, mutually important for both of you. It could be the ability to laugh together. It could be the ability to do business together. It could be the ability to um, have a nice dinner together or to cycle together. Uh, I think too many times we frame our relationships from the perspective of a either monetary or some other very artificial lens of value. Mm -hmm. And I think that's doomed from the start if that's how it starts. So I think the first thing is to, is to really look at uh, that relationship, not as a transaction, but as uh, to actually enjoy this, like what is the point and do you do, at a human level, enjoy being with these people. If not, you will, if you declutter life, you will find the right people 
that's that's the big thing. Non-negotiable stuff. Uh, well, that's been a journey of learning as well. Um, probably the most important uh, lessons I have learned were the in my relative, you know, 40 years of life, recent ones. The first thing is when you are having a relationship with uh, whether it's a professional one or a group of friends, what is non-negotiable is to have uh, any degree of fakeness or ulterior agenda in the equation. Because I think that is what poisons relationships. So for me, um, it has been to keep it grounded on uh, transparency, joint purpose, joint respect of the person, their journey as a human. And then that to me is a very big one. And if I'm doing business with them, I will be very transparent with them to say, hey, I mean, you've, you've, we've had those conversations too. I say, this is what I'm doing. This is what I need. Can you help? And I will be, I will understand if they can or they can't. Uh, but I know that they will try. And, and because, you know, and the same works in when they ask me. The second non-negotiable one, which is, is a little bit more um, sensitive on uh, on how a lot of good people um, don't approach networking and how a lot of people who are self-centered get quote-unquote superficial returns on networking. And that is to value your time. Previously, I would dedicate a lot of time to a lot of people. I would respond to a lot of people. I would, you know, get a message from someone in LinkedIn. I would, uh, you know, uh, get a call. I've been helped a lot of people get jobs. And then when I would need something from them, and it's not monetary, but it would be, you know, anything like just showing up to the expo and adding, you know, more weight to it or whatever, I would have to follow up three times, five times. And there would be just that lack of respect that is not respecting my time or my investment in the relationship. Drop them. I no longer have such people in my network because it is absolutely draining to maintain those one directional relationships and it creates a relationships imbalance where your emotions will always be flowing downhill and they will never be enough to get that reaction. So now I cut back quite a bit on uh, people that I have to call twice. I, you know, and, and it's not to be like this demanding boy, you know me, like it's not that. It's not mm -hmm. like I need, it, it's, I think good people don't give enough respect to their own time. And I think it's important. It's important for your mental health. It's important for your emotional health. It's important to feel that when you are there for people and you're investing, then they will be there for you as well. Um, whether they whether they achieve anything or not, that's not the point. The point is that they got your back. So what is non-negotiable for me more and more is I want to have people around me and I want to be around people that they don't have to ask me twice. It could be a no or a yes, but I know that their heart is going to be in my best interest and my best in, uh, my heart is in their best interest. And uh, that's probably the, the, the most um, profound life lesson that I could share because the, the, the related third point um, that I think is very important, it's not in the non-negotiable part, but it, it's critical, 
is when people start to make those decisions of cutting out, you know, exhausting friends or uh, draining uh, professional relationships, a customer who always takes you for a ride and, and you're never enough. I mean, I've fired a lot of customers because, uh, you know, recently, like, in my journey because they would would just whatever we do would not be enough and then Mm -hmm. what it leads to when you declutter your networking your time it leads to the space for good relationships to grow and you have a lot more time for those you genuinely care about so those are some of the things my friend that jumped to my mind Uh, i think networking or conversations or any connection with another human consumes the one resource we only have so much of our time and our attention. And I think we just need to be wise in how we use that currency. I, I don't even know what to say. There's so much rich information there. And, 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 and I like how you, you touched on really respecting your own time, right? As you're building these relationships. And I know a lot of us, as we're going through and, and, you know, the folks that are listening, those that are building networks with, you know, future employers, future managers, future, uh, you know, business partners, you got to respect your time. And you, you, you definitely, you hit on it, especially for me. And I, as I'm thinking, as you're saying this stuff, I'm like, I got to go back and revisit my own network. <laughs> and I, not that I, you know, and I, you know, indirectly, I've already learned a lot from you in terms of, you know, how oh, to, likewise, brother. Yeah, and building those relationships and maintaining them, because that's the one thing I took a and and actually it's one thing and I'll and I'll tell it, but I always give you credit when I do some talks in front of certain audiences. I always talk about my friend Sultan, and he talks about building relationships for ten years for the long run, not for you know not for today, not for tomorrow. We're talking about if I don't want to be friends with you in ten years, I don't want to be friends with you right now. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I constantly think about, and it's it's a piece of rich information that you've shared with me that I, I've continued to share it with others and making sure that you get credit for it. But you definitely, the, the, the piece on valuing your own time. And I think a lot of us, as we're going through this process of connecting and building with people, you know, don't forget that. Like there's a piece of it that's for you and you have to make sure that, you know, whatever you're investing in others, that the investment is a good investment, right? Cause you wouldn't be putting, all this money into a stock or a company for the company not to ever get back to you or not to yield any sort of result. And it's not necessarily about the result, but it's, you know, are you getting something from it as well? So respect yourself throughout this process. And I love that you said that. So that was fantastic. So Sultan, we, we are getting near the end of time on this. Um, is there a resource or a place where people could learn more about you and, and some of the, the amazing things that you're doing? Um, to be honest, uh, you know, LinkedIn is, is a good one where we can stay connected. Um, I don't really have, I mean, I have my project websites, um, where, uh, if people search for my name, they'll see some Ted talks and, and things like that. Uh, but, uh, in the spirit of this, if, uh, you know, uh, if, if what I'm saying resonates, with any particular individuals reach out keep it real and you will find me by your side and all right that's uh, that's that's a that's a very weird way to answer <laughs> that but uh, I, I it's really how i operate uh you know yeah uh, and, and when people reach out i, I do my best to, to respond and um so yeah linkedin would be a good forum 
and uh, the only other thing I would say on this, um, John, is uh, it's been it's been a real pleasure having this conversation. I walk out of this, uh, you know, elated to. Um, I've always respected you and how you approach. You're very humble, but how you approach your relationships and. You've never been the guy I've had to ask twice for anything. And, um, <laughs> but uh, above all, I think uh, the only thing I will say to folks on the call is, um, you know, my journey took me through extreme poverty. Uh, and uh, I know job searches are not easy. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on networking. There's a lot of pressure on that. Take a breath, value who you are as a person enjoy your journey, enjoy your soul, enjoy your power. And then, you know, when you are going through these networking or reaching out to people, let that shine. And you will find that at, at, at a base level, people are, are you know, are, are good. They have been through similar journeys. And as long as you're willing to keep it real, um, you will find those those few you don't need hundreds of thousands you need you don't even need thousands you need tens of people whether they're your future manager or your future employer or your future customer who understand you and that relationship from the from the get-go will be built on something bigger than a transaction wow Wow, you, you can't see it, but there's like this huge smile on my face right now, just from that <laughs> one piece of wisdom right there. It's like, wow. That would be cool. <laughs> so yeah, so, you know, if you don't listen to any part of this podcast, you just need the last three minutes because it kind of sums up everything. Yes, so it awesome. does. <laughs> so yeah, so much great, rich content. So Sultan, thank you again for your time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom, your experience. And just your insights with all of us, you know, it, it's, 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 it's an honor and it's a privilege to, to have you as part of my network, to have you part, not as just my network, but also to have you as a friend, because I know Likewise, that's where brother. we're at and, you know, that's amazing. I love that, that, that we get to do this. We have to have these conversations together. So that is, is there anything else you want to add? No, just thank you. And uh, it was a pleasure. All right. Thank you. And thank you, Sultan. So thank you, everybody, for, for checking in on this episode of the Canadian Job Search podcast. Uh, we will be back uh, next week or the week after with some other guests. Uh, so stay tuned. And uh, that is it for me today. Wishing everybody a great one. Take care. Adios.